0: What's up, everyone? This is T Roll from the Royal Geek Podcast coming at you with something a little different this week. So, uh, we're not going to have a normal show with news and a review. Instead, we're going to have a bonus pod that we're going to throw up there um, on the Podcatcher, whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, or Google. But what we're going to do, we're actually going to do something a little different. Uh, So, myself, Justin, and Anthony are a part of a local fantasy football league. So,. If you're listening to this, especially if you're that one or two listeners in Australia, uh, you probably do not give a rip about fantasy football and especially our league. But the fact that we have microphones and a computer to run this podcast, we thought, man, it'd be really fun to do a fantasy football podcast. Podcast. So what we're going to do, we're actually going to have two bonus episodes that are going to be up on our feed uh, talking about our particular fantasy football league. And again, I know that might not interest you at all. That's totally fine. We do think we have a very unique league. And if you want to listen to it, uh, we encourage you to give it a shot. Uh, but essentially, we are actually recording th- these two episodes Uh, for all of our friends in our fantasy football league um so we encourage you to listen if you want but if you don't want to totally fine no worries at all with that we're going to get into the podcast Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to a very special episode of the Royal Geek Podcast, the Royal Geek Podcast Fantasy Football Edition. My name is Tyler Rolison, also known as T-Roll. I'm joined, as always, by my good friends Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and of course the one and only Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato, and a very special guest for all of our friends who are listening who are a part of our Fantasy Football League We have the champion of the regular season, Kyle Spade. Spade, how you doing? Doing pretty well. Looking for another run at the regular season championship. Yes, you'll probably get it. Honestly, it's looking pretty good, man. I've got it locked down the (laughs) last two years. It's looking pretty good. All right, well, a shout-out to Spade. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, We got something really special tonight. So... um, Man, guys, I'm really excited. So this is way different. We always do reviews on movies and stuff like that, uh, but tonight we're talking fantasy football. Which, believe it or not, for all of our loyal listeners, uh, you might have thought, man, there is nothing in this world that Anthony loves more <laughs> than movies, TV shows, and of course his fiance. Uh, well, actually, debatable, actually. <laughs> actually, there's something he Just loves kidding. more than all three of those things. Yes, and it's fantasy football. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. he does. Anthony.
1: Yes, yeah. I do love fantasy football, <laughs> and I am quite involved in the league and I get yeah. quite into the league.
2: It's safe to say he geeks out about fantasy football for, uh, for sure. sure, yeah, for but sure. I'm also excited to have football back on t v and a game we can play like fantasy football man, yes. we actually like, go with it yeah. like we
0: got to watch actual football last night, and yes. this Sunday, how many games are at one, like <laughs> almost every
2: game except for <laughs> the three four o'clock games, the one Sunday night and the and two, the two Monday. Monday night, yeah. So. Which
0: you got me doing math, but it's a lot. Right? Yeah. It's a lot. Anyway, so here's what we're gonna do. Um, we're hoping that if you are uh listening to this, you either like fantasy football or if you, you know, consider our friendship valuable and you're a part of our actual uh League of Dreams league, uh, we really hope you listen. <laughs> but what we're gonna do, we're gonna do a, a little podcast here. We are actually gonna talk about the history of the League of Dreams, which is our very special fantasy football league here uh kind of headquartered in Carrollton, um, go ahead, went ahead and threw out the town there, Yeah, first time I've ever done that in the pod, but, Noel, oh well, here we go, City um, of Dreams, so, City uh, of it, Dreams, it's all your
1: fault if somebody comes at us, that's right,
0: so, we called it the League of Dreams, because we live in the City of Dreams, here in Carrollton, and um, the, it pretty much started, um, I guess I should give a little bit of the backstory for my fantasy football journey, so, Kyle Spade and I were at West Georgia at the exact same time. I think you were one year behind me in college. And uh, Spade, every single year, it seemed like, would say, Hey, T-Roll, do you want to play fantasy football? Spade, do you remember this? Yes. Yes, (laughs) I do. He would always try to recruit me to play fantasy football with him. And I stopped playing fantasy football, I think, in 2010 or 2011. And the reason I stopped, because I'm a big Steelers fan... And on my team, I had a running back named Ray Rice, which if you know anything about Ray Rice, he played for the Ravens, who happened to be uh, next to Satan, the worst thing on earth. Uh, and uh, for a Steelers fan, at least. So I had Ray Rice on my team, mm. but I'm a big Steelers fan. And there was one week where the Steelers were playing, when do you know, at the Ravens. So I'm over here cheering for Ray Rice, yet also being so angry that I'm having to cheer for Ray Rice because he's on my fancy team. So literally, for like seven or eight years... Yeah. This, I mean, yeah. I mean every year you through college, me, yeah. after college, yeah.
3: this man shot me down. Would not take part in any league. No yeah. matter the cost, no was, matter I anything. Was, didn't matter the format. He wanted nothing
0: to yeah, do with it. Yeah, I didn't care. Yeah. So to me, it was always a conflict of interest. And I don't really know what changed, but uh, back in 2017, towards the end of the calendar year, 2017... I decided, man, I kind of do want to play fantasy football, but if I do it, I don't want it to be some crappy online league with nine other owners and six of them I don't know. You know, I said, let's do something big. So the first thing I did is I talked to my roommate at the time, whose name is Jeff Fluvog. Uh, now, J-Flu is his nickname, and um, man, I, I, I basically, we're living together, and I said, man, what do you think of this idea? And he liked it, so it kind of spun more and more, but I also said, man— I am not going to play if I have to be an owner by myself. I needed a co-owner because, for me, I needed to collaborate. So that's where my friend Justin came in. Justin. uh, Yeah, ride or die, right? Always. Amen, (laughs) bro. Uh, So... Now, I, one thing I knew about Justin is that he loves fantasy football I as do. well. Yeah. <laughs> He's been playing for years. I think you used to actually try to get me to play. I did. As well. Yeah. I would just drop it down. I
2: would not harass you like Spade did. I yeah. would just, you know, hey, man, you want to play? Quick, casual. Okay. Oh, Yeah, okay, no, you, re- you respected it more. No, like yeah, one. he completely does not understand or at all. He just word, abused, no, he just abused yeah. my fr- our friendship. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> one of you was trying to be consensual. <laughs> so uh, I, I talked to Justin and said, man, if you want to be a co-owner with me, I gave him the vision, 12 teams. Uh, Was the idea. And I actually got the idea from my uncle, who is in a similar format league. It's not a a keeper league. They do a full redraft. But they did 12 teams. So let's go ahead and break down our really, I don't know how unique it is. But, you know, every every league is different. But the way our league works. So we have 12 teams in our league. Okay. And uh, three divisions. Four teams in each division. You will play each divisional Rival, three times. Excuse me, two times. Two times, yep. yep. So weeks one through three, you'll play a division, division matchups. And then also weeks 12 through 14. So at the beginning of the season and the end. And then the middle weeks, you play every other owner in the league. So in our league, it's really cool. You literally play every team. Um, which what do you guys – I mean, I I don't know if I ever really heard – I mean, you got a chance
2: to have bragging rights over everybody. So, I mean, obviously that's yeah. the best way to do it.
1: I mean, I think if you have the chance to, you should play every single team. And I like the idea that, especially the last three games of the year, I like the fact that they're all divisional games.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I would say uh, I definitely enjoy playing other divisions. Uh, <laughs> my division is usually very stacked. Uh, so the fact that I can go out and play – Very stacked. Play, play you got some Jackson teams, in your division, bro, yeah. I mean – the great uh, outside mind that is of jackson,
0: jackson. Uh, which team are you honestly here we go this is first hot take of the night you guys ready hot take which team are you like which owner in your division are you actually more like intimidated by
3: and
1: don't say none of them
3: cuz there's no no it's not it, i would say i would say gibbs
1: I mean, yeah that's really the only I, answer like <laughs>
0: oh my gosh
3: jackson Nobody Jackson. gives Curtis love, man. He went hot
0: last year, bro. Hey, okay. Eight this, and one. this is Eight out, and one. this is
3: outside of our league, and this is going to be why I didn't say Curtis. Okay, we did a friends and family league. Just some of my brothers, random people. Just wanted to do a little league, ten team league, PPR. Curtis had the second pick, and this man took Michael Thomas. Bold, bold move. I mean, he like. I it, mean, it ain't me. So Michael
0: Thomas kind of helped I'll out last year for us. Here. I mean.
3: I'm kind of happy he traded Kelsey away. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that definitely made me yeah, way more have excited. Towers
1: and tight ends, but
3: uh, All right, so
0: Gibbs is the owner you fear the most. Which, who do you, who annoys you the most?
3: Anno- oh, Jackson. That's. I mean, <laughs> if you, you could ask anybody in the league, and the answer is going to be Jackson Johnson.
0: All right, Jackson, shout out, man. We know you're listening. We love you. Um, I'm going to second that, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I always love just the the group me interactions between, especially you and Jackson, is the best. All right, so so basically back to the format and the history. Um, we're going to we're gonna try to somewhat focus on our, our topic. I doubt we'll be able to do it completely. Uh, I, we wanted to do a 12-team league, and we wanted to do uh, a keeper league, uh, but we wanted to do not a full keeper league like Dynasty style. We wanted to do one to three keepers. So you have to keep at least one. It's a requirement, but you can keep up to three, which I thought has been a pretty cool feature. What have you guys thought about that feature?
1: Yeah, I like the idea of a keeper because it builds in, uh, it just builds in you know continuity for your team, and it also builds in strategy when you're trading. Uh, and you know, if you're not having a good year, it helps you either trade away assets that other teams might want, or to be able to acquire exactly assets right. at the end of the year, such as Zeke Elliott when you when you're not having <laughs> the greatest year, and you can,
0: and you can plan just, for this just year rip and next off an year. owner, yeah.
2: That's good. Yeah. I've been in so many leagues where they force you to keep three and you don't really have uh, two to three caliber keepers on there. You really only have one. Uh, yeah. so it's nice that you have the option to only keep one and then just kind of restack the deck next draft.
0: There hasn't been a year so far where only a team only kept one. It's happened a couple times where they kept two. Yeah. But just w- one hasn't happened yet. So I'm interested to see. So basically we'll get back to the format of the league, but also um, you know, I talked to I talked to Jeff, I talked to Justin. But there was one more really integral piece to getting this league off the ground, and that was Kyle. Because Kyle, I, I knew Kyle. Okay, That
3: might be the first time you've ever called me Kyle.
0: Yeah, that was, uh, that was strange. That was the redhead guy yeah. that I know uh, who always bugged me about fantasy football. And I said, all right, got to get Spade on. And you were pretty you're pretty much on right from the jump, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of who actually took convincing. I don't know if – yeah, maybe not anybody. Maybe Jeff. In Heart of Hearts he knew. (laughs) He always knew. He he wanted out early. (laughs) So one day in January, early in January, me, Jeff, and then you two, Justin and Spade, you guys came over to my house a week before we ever invited anybody, I think, actually, we we sat down for a few hours. Gosh, how long that was a few hours, right?
3: Literally the longest meeting outside of work I've ever had. (laughs) Like I think we (laughs) sat around a table for five to six hours trying to figure out. Oh, that's embarrassing. that's where we set the rules. Yeah, we like, had to come up with we were, every rule. Yeah, We were setting some crazy, like, okay, what's the record for rushing yards in a game? Yeah. I mean, we were going deep. Yeah. Uh, so we, we were there
0: for a while. So we came up with our scoring rules. We came up with every rule, from waiver wires to... Every we, bonus imaginable. We even talked about, hey, are we going to allow trash talk? Remember that? That was a stupid thing we said. <laughs> are we going to allow trash talk?
2: Well, like, I mean, I think you pitched that question, and then I think Spade and I looked at each other was like, yes, of
0: course. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's when they said, Gosh, this guy hasn't played
2: fantasy football yeah, in forever. It's been, a, it's been a while for you. You gotta kick the kick yeah. the rest what off. What
0: kind there. of insecure league did he play in yeah. ten years ago? Yeah. Don't say that about me. Yeah. <laughs> you hurt my feelings. Um so we we came up with the rules. Uh we did PPR, which Gibbs is a big fan of. We did uh came up with the PPR rules. Um we we did a few special bonuses, some that are really unattainable that might not ever happen, some that you know, are way more regular. We also had a uh, really special uh, system with the kicking scoring, oh, too. Oh, man. That Gosh. was in year one. I don't even know.
2: <laughs> if I can go back and redo everything,
0: uh, that kicking would oh. be. So, do you guys remember what it was? What caused it? Uh, yeah, there was a. Uh, what you, got, was it okay. called? you got a bonus for every. It was like a percentage of the yardage. Per, uh, so, Spade, you said. It was like
3: a yardage. So, depending yeah, on it the compounded. yard, yards kicked. So, if it was a 30 yard field goal, it had some sort of multiplier within it plus you got the points for making it yeah so we had kickers that were scoring, scoring 50 like points. 50 points a game yes was it uh, that or was
1: it just stacked points was it like you got uh, i know th- I, I think if you had if you picked
0: a 30 and a 45 then you kicked you, 75 yards worth of field goals. yeah it, it, it gave it you like okay. these
3: crazy bonuses that yeah. we had yeah. no <laughs> idea
1: about yeah I, it that was just it was ridiculous so i that, remember outscoring somebody's kicker at a uh, one week like it's about like 55 points because per- I got like 50 for my kicker, and their kicker got like negative 5. Yeah. And so it was just ridiculous. So, yeah, if we
3: would have kept the kicker rules, I'm pretty <laughs> sure everyone would have had to have thought about keeping their oh, kicker. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. they, were, they were dropping 40, 50 now, points No, the best thing about it was I'll never forget yeah.
0: one week, Curtis legitimately had the season one. He legitimately had 50 from his kicker, and then the very next week, for whatever reason, he got one point. So, um, yeah, our kicker rules were crazy, and I can't remember why we did it. Well, the, the biggest thing was it was a mistake. Yeah. That was the biggest thing, but um, man, it was it was hilarious. So the so the website was thinking kickers were getting like 120 yeah, yards. Like after balls. each
2: week's game, everyone's like, "What the heck, man?" The kicker swing just like completely ruined the game or made the game. Like yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's totally random. The fact that we talk about kickers that much. Yeah, I mean, was, Justin Tucker was a high keeper value yeah. at that point. <laughs> yeah, good, and
1: the ridiculous thing about it was the yeah, the, just the difference between a good kicker and a back kicker made such a huge difference. So yeah. it wasn't like when you have a quarterback, it's like. You know, if you have good quarterbacks or bad quarterbacks, I mean, it makes it's not that big of a difference. You know, whereas a good kicker and a bad kicker was astronomical.
0: It was crazy, man.
1: Yeah, I'm
3: pretty sure I lost. (laughs) um, uh, And you only lost a few games that year. The playoff game, uh, (laughs) because I can't win those. But I'm pretty sure I lost that playoff game to whoever had the Texans kicker that week. Wow! And that man kicked. Five or six field goals, so he
0: probably scored fifty sixty points, yeah Gosh, it's crazy um. so so we came up with the rules, and then the next step was to invite the rest of the league, so we you know we kind of had an idea, all right, you know we could invite this many guys, which nowadays like
2: outside of college it's it's hard to gather a bunch of guys together to to get this make this happen like a local local yeah. style
0: league, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, even my uh, my uncle's league, they literally flock every year back on the Wednesday before mm-hmm. the, the draft uh, the first game mm-hmm. to do their draft. But then a lot of them don't even live in the same city that they want. I could see us day. doing that one day. I hope so. It's I gonna come down to that point. I think. Yeah, yeah. It all depends on when people start getting older, and making money, and you know actually travel more and stuff like that. I mean, but Gibbs is the trendsetter. He's the one who actually yeah, hey Gibbs, away shout out to Gibbs. So, yeah. He came all the way from from uh, Central Florida. This year for the draft, shout out Gibbs, Jax, get on, you know, get with, get with the program, man. Uh, anyways, so we invited a bunch of people. Um, I don't think we invited anybody that said no. Actually, we did. Dan, do you remember Dan? We invited Dan. Dan Moffitt? No, no. I wish Dan Paris. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: And uh, Weber. Weber <laughs> said no.
0: Yes, we Weber at the beginning. Luckily, yeah. he said no. Weber said, "I mean, I'm really honored, but you know, I mean, I probably won't check it every week." So And I remember when he said that I said, Yeah Yeah, we don't want you in this we're, league. <laughs> we're probably gonna move on. So anyways, we invited um uh we invited Seaver, we invited obviously Amato, we invited Berkeley, we invited um Gibbs, we invited Curtis, we invited Jackson, we invited Babishkin, which was great. Uh we also invited Jax and then we invited, of course, Bo. So uh, that was the the entire league, and then I don't remember exactly how we broke up. Oh yeah, I remember the founding father teams. Yeah. We said they would each be in a division, and you had a sick PowerPoint presentation for everybody. Oh Just yeah, you point, shout out T roll for that PowerPoint presentation. Hey man, that was one of the best <laughs> PowerPoints of my life, man. And I and I used to make PowerPoints professionally, so back in the day, <laughs> Spade knows about that. Uh, so um, yeah, then we split the divisions in three. Uh, we came up with – we were arguing, like, what were we yeah, going to call the divisions? remember the yeah. issue with the names? So the division names, we wanted to make them something themed about Carrollton. So we right now what they are are the Rome Street Division, which we are in, me, Justin, and Amato are in that one, the Maple Street Division, Spades in that one, and then the Cedar Street Division. We, we basically came up with, you know, uh, what are some, like, famous streets in Carrollton um, – I actually like that one. It seems classy. Yeah, but we did have some other crazy ideas too. What were some of the other crazy ideas, Spade? I think the the best one that we
3: had um, was the restaurants. Oh, the, the local restaurants. The local restaurants. Oh no, yeah. Well, the one the local restaurants it, it was, in that it one was building. In the one building. So across um, from
0: our university, there's this building yeah. that just every year seemed to have a new restaurant, and, <laughs> and well, so it was like. It was like all American Deli. Yeah, American Deli. Yeah. American Deli,
3: uh, Grillage, mm. and then it was—I don't—I'm not even going to say their name. I'm going <sighs> to let you say it.
0: It was clucked up. Was clucked up. One. But yeah, me, man. me R-I-K. and Bo,
3: we—neither uh, n- of us wanted to be American Deli. Yeah, we we <laughs> yeah. both wanted to be the Grillage division.
0: Uh, yeah, n- that was a problem. Like there was two really good restaurants in that building, <laughs> and all the other restaurants sucked. Yeah. In hindsight, we could have just done G-Town because it's actually been a pretty good spot. G-Town's probably been there the longest out of anything. I think so. Literally years. I can't believe it. But anyways, those are our division names. And uh, again, uh, three divisions, four teams in each division. And another really interesting element of our league, we said we want to make it actually challenging to make the playoffs. You know, you don't want to be like the NBA where over half the teams make the playoffs. We didn't want like six of our league owners making the playoffs. If you if you can't be in the top four, you're just simply not good enough to make the playoffs, right, Amato? Uh yeah, I believe that's correct. <laughs> yeah, keep trying, dude. Keep trying. Dude. <laughs> uh so yeah, we'll get there one day. So buddy. every division yep. every if you win your division, you're in the playoffs, and then there is one at large bid, one wild card. So you have four teams that make the playoffs. Semi-finals are Week 15, and then, of course, the championship game is Week 16. And then the only other, I think, important format uh, thing that is significant about our league is that there is also a consolation bracket for the bottom four teams. So this is cool. A lot of leagues have uh, league punishments for the teams that come in last place. So we did ours as well. Ours is a little different, though. If you are one of the four worst teams— In the league, you are entered into what we call the bottom bracket. Now, in that bottom bracket, you then play uh, another league owner in the bottom four in week 15. The losers of those games, those two games, go on to play each other in the week 16 bottom bracket. I don't know what you even call it. Toilet bowl.
1: To- yeah. <laughs> I'm, toilet I, bowl. I still legitimately think that we need to have a trophy that's just a toilet seat, and then we just write it on Sharpie every year. Like
0: who, who came in last? Kevin yes. outreach
3: might still have one of those from Beach Project somewhere. <laughs> they, they might. They yeah. might. Amato, tell us, what is it like <laughs> in the toilet bowl? I don't uh, think Amato's uh, I was there. There been there last year. You've never yeah, been there? Amato's never been there. So Amato, hey, shout out. I'm, I'm dead set in the middle. Hey, just middle, shout right out
0: to Anthony. He is literally the only owner. Uh, the with a perfect f- 500 record. Yep, two straight seasons of seven and seven. Hey, he is
3: just like the Cowboys. <laughs> I mean, through hey, and through. Get that out
0: of your mouth.
1: <laughs> oh man! So no, you're like the Cowboys because they always choke.
0: So Spade can't even lift his face up right now. This is some NFC East uh, rivalry here. Yeah, so uh, so. Anthony and Spade are both fans of NFC East teams. Anthony the Giants, Spade with the Eagles. Uh, Me and Justin don't give a rip about the NFC. We're ripping AFC all day. Yeah, don't care about anything that happens over there. But, uh, you know, let's keep going here. So I think it's important for us uh, to go ahead and talk about – uh, what has happened in the playoffs in both seasons because, you know, the playoffs are just such a pivotal point. It's really the only thing that matters at the yeah. end of the day. It really is. Should so- I just
1: turn off my mic right now?
2: Yeah, you yeah Just you needed to actually, actually, force you that and Spade. Hey,
1: why don't you and Spade just go?
3: Amada,
2: let's take a go. Break, let's smoke let's a cigarette leave. outside. Let's let them have their moment.
1: If I allowed to say,
3: Rube, we can't. We can't grace their presence. So there
0: about. have actually only been one, two, three, four, five, six teams that have ever made the playoffs. Now we've only been around for two years. Uh, those six teams are, of course, the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets, owned by Spade. Marvel Kingdom FC, owned by myself and Justin. Absolutely, I just realized this is the first time I've named the actual team names, so this is cool. Also, uh, those are the only teams that made it twice. Teams that those are consistent
2: owners, right there. That's right. Those are the people who actually understand what's going on in football in general.
0: (laughs) Hey, take take it easy, man. Is that a vein popping out of your forehead? Justin's getting fired up over here. I mean, also, I'm pretty sure they take the football and they score goal units, right? <laughs> also, uh, JFK was an inside job, which is probably the best name in our league, um, yeah, own, yeah, owned by really Bo. Uh, made the playoffs last year for the first time. The Cooter Pond Park Boys made the playoffs last year, of course, owned by everyone's favorite owner, Gibbs. Uh, believe it or not, and I st- this is still a, a statistical anomaly, uh, despite having an all-time record of 11-17, and 17, uh, Dirty South in your mouth FC did make the playoffs in year one. Uh, to then come... shout out to Spawnable for drafting <laughs> that team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to Spawnable. <laughs> yep. uh, to to then come in dead last place last year. Um, and then of course the the other league owner uh, <laughs> that has made it to the playoffs <laughs> was um, R.I.P. Matt Seaver with Squeak and yep. Peak. So and unfortunately, Squeak and Peak is no longer a franchise. It has been taken over by Paquette. And shout out to Spawnable, too. He's actually in the league now too. Thanks to We should
3: have we should have put Spawnable in the league before Babishkin. Yeah, probably uh, should. I should have learned that year 1.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, but Babishkin's
1: so fun though. Uh, yeah. I, I <laughs>
3: oh, mean, he's fun for sure. Any guy that's going to trade me a 4th round draft pick for Philip Dorset, I am all about him being in the league. Yeah.
0: And that goes to, that goes to show you that if you're listening, uh don't trade spade draft picks after 3 weeks or before the first game even starts, Jacks. Trading draft picks to Spade is inevitable. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think Spade at one point had twenty one draft picks.
3: Yeah, the first year I had I had a, a, a lot of yeah. draft picks.
0: Uh but in those in those two years of playoff play, uh there is one thing that uh we've kind of alluded to it a few times. There's here. only
2: one champion for both seasons. <laughs> Let me, just, let me just put it out there right Justin there. is on one. Yeah, Marvel dude, Kingdom FC.
0: Dude, you're you're going to put a freaking... Uh, you know, we're like that team
2: that... We're going to become the true villain, unlike Spade, who is seen as the villain. But he's we're not. actually going to take over the mantle. We're Hydra so, appearing, as what we are.
0: Anthony, let me, ask you, let me ask you this. I love the Hydra reference. And, let yes. me ask you this, Anthony. We have won two years straight. Yes. Yet, Spade seems to be just the notorious villain. Seems? Seems? Okay, is the notorious villain in our league, as opposed to the team that actually has won the title twice? Yeah, coming from you, like someone who hasn't made the playoffs, someone who uh, isn't me, isn't Spade. No, seriously though, why is that? Why do people feel that way about Spade and not feel that way about us? Are we just like really good guys, me and Justin, or um, it just it all comes
1: down to is Spade, just an asshole? Like, the relationship the- with the person that stirs the pot in the league, who is Jackson, hmm. who love so to it just comes get to it so, so Jackson and What's Kyle's relationship called? just part of it. I do not blame that man. <laughs> yes. So the way they stir it up and the way it's brought up to where everything that you guys do is, that is evil is like behind the curtain and everything that everybody, <laughs> everybody perse- that perceives is evil what for Kyle
0: is in front of the curtain. Are you talking about how Kyle will like verbally abuse people in the group me, but we won't? And just the trades, like Dude, the, tra- the trades. Like I his, guess that is a big part of it.
2: Trades, Amato. You're the one to talk about trades. You're the one who averages like 14 trades a season. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you but you I traded don't win. with me last year.
1: I did. <laughs> and I will.
0: Tr- I have traded with every It was an extremely single...
3: controversial trade. And he it had,
0: was. Amato's like, and I will consider doing it and again this year. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so for whatever reason,
1: Spade has been the only part I regret about that trade is the sixth round draft pick. When we come back to
0: draft picks, so Spade has been uh, is the unan—I would say I think the unanimous villain, and I think it's just personality. You know, Spade, you're a little more confrontational. You got red hair. Me and Justin, we're just good people. You know,
3: I, I enjoy instigating uh you i do. pay the price we me and, and justin
0: like you know trust me we have feelings about owners in our league we don't tell people what we really think we talk behind their backs but uh, i'm know. more of a like <laughs> let my actions do the talking that sure. hence the back-to-back championships
2: might i remind everybody again
0: which but, by the way uh the trophy is just f- like five feet away from justin and spade right now spade what, is, what do you think of that when you see that right there um No, no. Turn your head and look at it. It's like the Ark of the Covenant. Spade, turn your head and look look at at it. it. If I look at it,
3: touch it, come within six feet of it, I will drop dead. Yeah. Um, Is that what happens when you enter the playoffs? It it is. It is actually what happens when I get into the playoffs. So
0: speaking of playoffs, Spade, uh, yes, he does have an zero and four playoff record, but that's okay. His winning percentage is highest. Uh, You're like the '90s Braves and like those early Colts teams, you know. Uh, But hey. Eventually, they each won a title. You know what I think it is? Um, Maybe
3: you'll get I, one. And, and as the the rest of this league knows, I'm a passionate Atlanta for- sports fan, hater, uh, through <laughs> and through. Will never cheer for them a day in my life.
0: So you think you're somehow the Atlanta but, curse but has I, cursed you?
3: The fact that I've made so much fun
0: of uh, the that Atlanta curses, I think it's coming back for me. Um you know, I'm not superstitious, but you're kind of convincing me. Cause yeah, I every mean, time something it's happens, just growing you post on it. me. It's yeah, like, you, oh, yeah, yeah, you post yeah, about yeah it. I will
3: post about it Yeah, in every single way if an Atlanta sports team jokes yeah. I
0: guess that's true. So, all right, anyways, that's kind of the uh, – am I missing anything on history? Am I missing anything significant, you know, should we talk about? I think you
2: should run down the rest of the team names just so everybody oh, yes, has shout a, out. Uh, yes, pardon me. a reference there.
0: I mean, I don't know. I, maybe we should just leave it where if you didn't make the playoffs, you you know you don't, you get don't your, really matter you don't get your name hey let's here's here's a team i want to mention so kc chief of Sinners, owned by jacks i don't some people don't know this he was legitimately like 3 points away from making the playoffs like like 3 points in a game yeah. if he would have beat bo in the last week he yep. would have been in the playoffs. Instead, he got sent down to the bottom bracket. How brutal! Yeah, is that? I was enthralled That's a fall right there. That's a fall. By that
1: last like two or three weeks, and yeah, you're the
0: one that pointed all of it out.
1: Yeah, I was like, I did some deep research into that. Like the last two or surprise, three weeks, surprise.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Anthony didn't come out of his room for for a day.
1: <laughs> I mean, usually when I do this research, it's really it seems like I'm t- taking a lot more time than I do, but. Like, yeah, I did some pretty in-depth research onto, like, the scenarios and how everything would turn out in that division just because I was enthralled by the fact that, like, a team with... They probably would have, like, five wins, I think. I think it was, like, five wins, and he would have won the division, which just would have been ridiculous.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. So, um... Yeah, we'll go ahead and say the rest of the team. So finishing up in the Rome Street division, of course, is Little Giants owned by, of course, our our big star co-host here, Anthony Amato. And then also uh, Team Frittata, owned by Berkeley Stewart. Man, Burke, what a a year he's going to have this year. And then one of the newest additions to the league, easily the oldest guy and the crotchetiest guy in the league, uh, Matthew uh, Paquette. (laughs) And his, his team is going to take your soul no it literally is going to take your soul um it's a cool name why you look at me like that spade it's a cool name
3: you had you had posted uh or or actually in here you'd spoken to why his team name was that um he stole that from me oh really That that is a that is a quote from my favorite player brian dawkins uh, uh, he told Takio Spikes so before a game that he wanted to take a man's soul
1: plagiarism
0: in this league. What are we coming to? I guess so, man. Just saying. Uh and then also Curtis, so we're going to the Maple Street division. Ryder Sentai. Again, no one's given Curtis any love. Finished season eight and one last year. It's pretty impressive. Uh Jackson's team is called On the Ledger of Victory. It's adorable. Uh, and then you have uh, the Cedar Street Division. Of course, we mentioned Bo's team earlier. You got KC, Chief of Sinners. You got Dirty South in Your Mouth FC, with uh, owned by Babishkin. And then the other newest owner who is taking over for Jeff, who was a founding father but also the first person to quit on the league because he has commitment issues. Uh, <laughs> that team was called Refermania. That's adorable as well. But now it is Spoony Love, owned by Spawnable. Um, yeah, guys, it's we got exciting stuff. And again, if you listen to this podcast and uh, you don't care about fantasy football, I'd be shocked if someone's still listening that isn't in the league. Really, why would you? But if you do, that's really cool. And you want in the league one day, uh, let me know. Someone's probably going to quit eventually. Um, but man, we got a we got a fun league, guys. Anything else important before we cut this off and we do our next pod where we kind of do a pre a season preview? Uh, What happens when you lose in the
1: loser's bracket? Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Okay, so
0: let's talk about that. There's some controversy there. Some people say we went soft on Jeff in year one. It's important to mention the way it works in our league is if you come in first, if you win the championship, you then get to choose the punishment for the last place team. Now, that's a new rule. In year one, it was a set punishment. The punishment was you had to get a a sticker on your car that said, I suck at fantasy football. And then you also had to pay for the beer, a six pack of beer for the champion for the next season's draft party. That's still part of the punishment. But the fact that, uh, Jay flew uh, he cared a little bit too much about his plastic car and he didn't want a, uh, a sticker on his car. He said, we got to get a decal, like a magnet. So we got a magnet, and it was like the tiniest little magnet, and it just sucked. It, you know, it was mostly on us not getting the right thing. Yeah, it's our fault for not investing in the quality of that. It's our fault. People give Jeff a lot of crap for that, and I just want to go ahead and say it was mostly me and Justin's fault. But uh, since he's not the league anymore, we'll just say it was his fault. And then, so we pretty much went from zero to a hundred <laughs> because in year two, when Babishkin came in last place, uh, <laughs> we, we we got
2: a little spicy there, and. Yeah. Uh, We decided to do a uh, a blind taste challenge. Like a marathon. Yeah, like a marathon. Well, he had 12 losses, so it's only natural to have him eat 12 items. That's right. And not all of them are bad. We put some good things in there. There's some good things in there, but uh, he had two two wins, so he got to pass twice if he wanted to. He only used one one time. Which uh, was the Brussels sprouts, I believe. He's he's a man. No, 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 garlic. It was the garlic. He worked through that Brussels sprout. Never mind. (laughs) It was the garlic. Yeah, Yeah. it was the garlic.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He worked through that Brussels sprout. Yeah, Uh, but
2: then uh, he was hawking outside in the
0: front yard, just puking his brain. Kind of feel bad that we did that. Yeah. But he's a trooper, man. Hey, shout out to Babishkin, the manliest man in our league, for sure. sure. Hands down, without a doubt. I mean, he, he handled it like a champ, didn't complain once. Yep. I'm I'm worried now though the what uh, year the,
2: 3 is going to bring for the loser. It doesn't matter who the loser is going to be, I can just tell I, it's going to be I think we set pretty, the bar high. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty epic. And I
0: think we set the bar high. Now, Lord willing, we won't ever come in last cuz that'll really suck. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, that is kind of how the punishment works in our league. So uh and again, I really love I love that yeah. if you're not good, like if you're one of the four worst teams, you're in that bottom bracket, man. I think I think that's a really unique thing. I mean, have you guys been a part of leagues that've done that spade?
3: No, but I, I do want to say I already know uh, the punishment for you two if you do ever come in last place. Tell us. It will just be a beefy five layer with extra sour cream. Oh. you got to finish the whole thing. That's that's punishment enough. And no,
0: no, no Baja. Sauce? Oh. No Baja. No Baja. No Baja. So we are big <laughs> me and Justin are big talk about Yeah, i my mac actually my skin is crawling right now thinking of sour cream and my burrito. I will go
2: ahead and say the winner of the league, they not only do they get an awesome trophy, but they also money. get
0: the pot of cash yeah. that is in the Which League. It's important to say is what paid for this whole podcast. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the winnings we, of season two paid for our podcast. All of our equipment. Yeah, yeah, all this
2: equipment that Spade's using right now currently. That's
0: right, Spade has it field that mic we own it because you lost
3: two playoff games again. I feel like this whole idea <laughs> of a fantasy football podcast has been a setup now.
0: It was your idea. I know. <laughs> you I just us. fell right into this trap. They accepted you.
3: They accepted you. <laughs> you. Like They knew They knew yeah. right from the, the yeah, start inception. what they were doing. They're like, oh, we're going to buy this stuff and make Spade talk on it. Oh, my gosh. Then make fun of him for never winning
2: a playoff game. <laughs> Here's the, the the little cherry on top, Spade, that the, the headphones you're using are my season one purchase. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> are you for real? I'm dead serious, dude. Oh my gosh. Spade, suck it, Spade. That's amazing. Oh gosh. I hope that uh the owners in our league are still listening. I hope they're still listening to this point. I'm never gonna win. This is I'm just this is cursed. I mean, at this oh point, oh my gosh! Hey, uh, Jax, if you're still listening, would you mind go ahead and sending us a message reminding us uh, what happened at the end of uh, last season two with Spade and how he didn't win anything? Um, <laughs> that was amazing in the meeting, the preseason meeting. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so good! All right, uh, we should probably cut this off. We don't want this to go too long. Yeah, because it's the history of the league. Because people, it. people will history probably turn one. off.
2: We had two people quit, and yeah. we have two new owners.
0: <laughs> we had one guy quit because. Actually, I don't know why they both quit, but you know who cares? They quit. We got two new owners. You move on. We got we got two rebound owners, rebound guys. You know we're going hopefully it goes well for us. All right, let's cut this off um, and uh, make sure you keep listening. We have another podcast. We're gonna do a season three preview. Working through the League of Dreams. So for my good friends Anthony, Justin, and Kyle, this is T-Roll saying thank you for listening to this episode of the Royal Geek Podcast Fantasy Football Edition. We will see you next time, you peasants.